Welcome to Plant-Based DFW with Dr. Riz and Maya. Well, welcome back to another episode. And today you'll meet Fitz Slaughter. He is a friend that lives here in the Dallas area. Uh, he does a little bit of everything. He is a DJ. He's a vegan activist. Um, he's very involved in plant-based nutrition. He's actually certified through Cornell's program. Uh, most recently, he was a, did the sound engineering for the National Animal Rights Day. Uh, you'll catch him on Sundays at the Zaza Hotel offering cool and chill vibes for the environment there. And on July 27th, he will be the official uh, DJ for the Veridescent Kitchen grand opening. Uh, he is wherever the V market seems to pop up. So let's have a listen and meet Fitz. Okay, welcome back, you guys. And today I have with me Fitz Lauder. Hey, welcome, hey. Fitz. Well, thank you for having me. It's great to be on your show. Really, yeah. really happy and excited to be here. I've actually been very curious about interviewing you for a while. Let's first talk a little bit about your DJing and where you DJ and how you got started. Sure. Okay. DJing is my first love. Yeah, I fell in love with music when I was 12 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, my parents used to give me allowance money back then, and instead of spending it on treats and food, I saved it up so I can go to the record store oh. and buy vinyl when you only had access to music there. And they yeah. would drop me off there, and I would spend five hours just digging through records and just trying to base my selections on just the artwork of it. Wow. So I I'm, I'm, I amounted and amassed a, a large collection to the point where I had so many records at one point that my house foundation shifted. <laughs> <laughs> so my parents weren't too, too happy oh about God, the cost of getting that fixed. <laughs> so that's a lot of records. When you, buy, when you were buying records, were you buying the little 45-inch or what were Both, they? yeah, yeah. The singles and then you had the actual albums the albums the yeah. the 12 inches yeah uh, yeah the the 12 inch singles you had a little 45 ones. pieces okay. yeah, yeah. they run okay. at 45 rpm exactly yes. yeah i was okay. i was buying i was buying that yeah. and, and then yeah and then i just experimented with putting equipment together and then i learned how to do mashups using tapes and, and records mm-hmm. just somehow finagling the wires to work together and i thought wow this is really cool yeah. you know you can blend music that's a phenomenon to me and then i just started playing these sets where it was just continuous, no pause in between. And I thought, this is my calling. Like, I think at that point, I'm going to be doing this for until however long. Wow. Which is speeding that up. That's 28 years now as a DJ. Also, as a DJ, you sort of have to be open to whatever the client requests. Definitely. Uh, It's a it's a effort between the client that's Mm -hmm. hiring you and also keeping people engaged Mm -hmm. as well. I honestly think that I speak better when I'm speaking through music as opposed to using using words so I feel people out in terms of energy mm-hmm. and I have an intention behind that too I want yes. I want people to have a great time want them to enjoy yes. and sometimes the middle place too is working with them taking requests uh, and just put it, basically putting them on a journey yes. you know through, through music taking yes. them up taking them down and losing the track of time and giving people that that space and opportunity to express themselves if they want to dance or if they just want to, you know, bob, you know, and, and just react in any way, you know, right. I think that's great. I love that you have that influence. It's sort of a little bit hypnotic, you know, to be able to influence the crowd and 
and really get them excited and pumped up during the event. Oh, absolutely. Especially at the, you know, beginning of the event, you know, you want people to take their minds off of whatever they're thinking or feeling, you know, their troubles or their stress and go into go into a place that's a, a happy place, you know, for them in a creative space, mm-hmm. you know, for them too. And mm-hmm. let them even discover new things about the music. Uh, and, and I feed off of that. So the more yes. that, that happens to uh, the, the more creative I get where I, I can go anywhere with them as well. That's wonderful. And do people actually still dance at the nightclubs and places like that? <laughs> Def- definitely. Yeah, they, they definitely dance uh, and they get carried away as well. I've seen all kinds of things, uh, whether I don't know what state of mind they were on when they were dancing to my music, but it makes me kind of wonder. Uh, <laughs> but but I've seen I've seen all sorts of things. And even after I'm sometimes when I'm even done, there's people that just don't want to leave. And that just shows me that either that's in direct proportion to how much they really needed right. that experience to happen. Right. And I'm glad to be able to be that instrument to, to give that to them. And, and perhaps people were able to, to meet each other and count each other for, for the first time through, through music. You, know? you don't know where that's going to take them to. We want to talk about uh, your plant-based life. First of all, tell us a little bit more about what you're doing now. I am merging or marrying uh, my plant-based nutrition uh, my spirituality into me being an artist so i am in this part of the journey where i taking all the things i fully believe that i'm fully passionate about which is health Mm -hmm. uh, improving one's health because i feel that it's working for me so i just want to pay that forward pay that good karma forward you know plant that seed uh taking that taking my music which also is a part of that as well i believe music is sort of a, like a meditation, you know, mm-hmm. for some people too, as well, where it keeps them feeling happy. Mm-hmm. And then I also want to take my exercising and my fitness too, which has also helped me uh, develop uh, and contributed to my sense of happiness too. And music is obviously a, a part of that as well. I, I've, I, I want to be able to provide soundtracks for, for people that are exercising you know, as well, uh, make mixes for them, wow. perhaps do live events where I'm playing live for, uh, let's say, a fitness event outdoors or, you know, something really amp them up and pump them up, you know, through the music. Because sometimes music, it helps that people push themselves over the limit, too, because you you disengage whatever you're thinking about and you get really into the tunes of the music and the frequency and the rhythm and the tempo and you just go there and you just when you're when you're there you're just full on energy and you're just you're just uh pushing yourself as hard as you can and and uh, i you know and that's what helped me when i used to do a lot of running on long distances and treadmills and and, and things and compassion I, you know i i feel people's energy when i when i play music right at the same time too i feel you know, animals energy as well. And uh, I had to make that connection myself that, you know, they sense fear, you know, mm-hmm. as well, mm-hmm. you know, like us. And I didn't want to put myself in that position uh, to contribute to something like that. So uh, I feel that by me being a vegan, I'm making those daily choices to not contribute to, you know, animals harm has really also kind of 
not even kind of just really freed me up uh, oh. from that so I could feel better with my my conscious you know as, as well um, and nice. uh, yeah and just following tracing back you know the steps of my daily actions what I was doing especially when it came to deciding you know on food mm -hmm. and so it's been really important to always be inquisitive to always ask questions mm -hmm. uh, I've always always been that type I'm, I'm you know as you've getting gotten to know me uh, I like to listen uh, I like to you know ask questions and so I had to ask myself my own questions about doing that and I think it's a, a great step if uh, you know if you're curious you yes. know about getting into this lifestyle yeah. did you grow up here in Dallas Yes, uh, yeah, okay. uh, Dallas County. I grew up in Mesquite. I went oh. to Poteet High School. Oh, okay, yeah, but right in Galloway. Eastfield College. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. How could I forget mm -hmm. that? So tell me more. What was it like growing up in a home? Um, did, were there any vegetarian or vegan family members? Well, I, I haven't, in terms of physically, I haven't grown up much since I was twelve. <laughs> <laughs> so that part really hasn't <laughs> changed much. But uh, as far as uh, as far as what we ate, I ate unfortunately. I say that uh, because it was a standard American diet merged with Filipino cuisine. And, and you know, I had Filipino cuisine at home. You know, you can't really find a Filipino restaurants. There's, it's few and, and far between. But it would be, for example, we were colonized by the Spaniards for 300 years. So a lot of their food uh, was also infused into our culture. So mm -hmm. we would have, for example... For, for breakfast, this Filipino a dish called tocino, and it was from the Spaniards, and uh, it was pork belly sausage, so it was unfortunately <laughs> very high uh, in cholesterol, very high in right. saturated fat, but that was a regular thing, and you would eat that with, not brown rice, but, re you know, refined rice, and and that was a typical breakfast, and then we would have another savory and sour dish, for example, called sinigang, Mm -hmm. which is used, it's very tasty uh, it requires fish sauce and tamarind and lemongrass I mean the flavors were, were definitely there and you can cook that with uh, chicken or mm -hmm. or beef or even you know with fish so I was eating a lot of those foods and then going to the McDonald's and Long John Silver's and um so there were some foods that were prepared at home but you also ate out a lot ate out a lot like too yeah and I didn't know any vegetarians or vegans just wasn't aware whatsoever right. about that they didn't even know that was a thing okay yeah it was just it was just in the culture basically if you had vegetables you'd be asked well do you want us you want that with a side of beef <laughs> <laughs> or a side of meat <laughs> so that's where right. i come exactly. from exactly so um but i cannot imagine you overweight but from the way that you ate did you ever have weight problems yes you did yeah oh my goodness yeah i was very inflamed. I was very chubby. Oh I had gosh. a lot of acne. Oh yeah, I was so much. I was much wider, uh, you know. And fortunately, that didn't contribute to me being, you know, taller. But uh, <laughs> you grew this way. I, I grew sideways. <laughs> I always like to say this way rather than this way. And of oh. course, you know, it collected. At first, it collected my stomach and my gut. So I was. I had a much wider waist. I've come down since then six inches in my waist. Wow, that's yeah. significant. Do you ever show before and after photos? I did. Yeah. I, I've shared it a couple of times, and I've gotten a lot of wow responses. Okay. And they haven't really shown my entire body. It was just mostly my frontal uh, face uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh, an area, and you can already tell. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very easy to tell the difference of how much loss wow. I weigh. So you were a little bit chubby, <laughs> like you said. A lot. Um, did you have any health problems during that time? Any joint pain, any arthritis? Yes. So I had upset stomachs uh, mm. quite quite often. Um, I would feel very lethargic mm-hmm. normally. I thought that was just how it was. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I was not consistent when I went uh, to, to the bathroom. I had big cysts, really bad acne, mm-hmm. acne problem too. Um, and I thought that was just kind of a normal phase as growing up as a, as a teenager. Hey, I get it. So do my friends, you know, and that's normal. Now I, I am very glad I found this lifestyle because those issues don't resurface anymore for me. It's years, it's years in the making, but I believe that it was more of a mental and psychological effort, uh, being more aware of where the food comes from. Okay. I started watching these documentaries such as Food Inc. It goes into how our food sources are, are industrialized and how we're indoctrinated um, to easily have access to the food without thinking twice about where it comes from and the quality of uh, of our food sources. And then I would watch, I remember fast forward, I, I watched uh, Super Size Me oh. as well about McDonald's. And and really for me, the big takeaway was that that per, you know, the main character who was subjecting himself to eating nothing but McDonald's was told by his doctor, if he continues to eat this way, he's going to have some serious chronic issues and he needs to stop at that moment. And I was thinking of, you know, I was made, trying to make the connection. Well, if I continue that way too, what is this doing to my own body as well? And then also I discovered uh, what compassion is at one point through a friend of mine who introduced me to, to meditation and Buddhism. One of the main understandings of Buddhism is that you try to attain peace by not doing any harm to any sentient living beings. Mm. And I really questioned myself, well, if I buy this meat, essentially I am contributing to, unfortunately, the killing of a sentient being. And so I I was not at peace with that, and I didn't essentially want to contribute to, to a, a hit person to do that work for me. And so I first got rid of the red meats and, and the pork and the chicken. And how, how long did that take? That took about a year, uh, and, and dairy, by the way, too. And then I was pescatarian. Mm-hmm. And so that was my, my hardest obstacle uh, was to get over, over that. And then when I finally did, which was going, there's a lot of back and forth in between, and I mm-hmm. think that's part of the process with your physiology, mm-hmm. um, you know, with your, with your, you know, hard habits, you know, and, and so after that, I went junk food vegan, uh, <laughs> meaning that I didn't know any better. I didn't discover, you know, plant-based nutrition and I was eating vegan processed foods, mm-hmm. still, uh, foods cooked with oil. Um, and a year after that, finally discovered plant-based nutrition, which yeah. was to, truly having food as medicine at that point. Yeah. Well, I completely understand that part of not necessarily eating the nutritious foods initially. Mm-hmm. We, when I made my change as well, we were traveling a lot. 
and my main objective was to make sure that I didn't eat any animals like do not have any animal products in the food mm -hmm. so pastas were my go-to uh, a lot of rice but I wasn't eating brown rice so mm -hmm. it was whatever I can eat that's fast just eliminate the animal products the dairy the eggs and all of that until mm -hmm. about a year into it I too realized I am not eating nutrition food you know nutritious foods I'm not eating enough greens mm -hmm. I'm not eating enough vegetables and then I too started my own change towards that as you were making that change how was that affecting your family your friends and how were they reacting I was really the outsider <laughs> by doing this okay. really the black sheep uh, because we're very tribalistic when it comes to our food, mm -hmm. you know, and w whenever we're not subscribing to eating, you know, the food from this tribe, you, you, you seem like the outsider. And, and sure. so I was, you know, viewed that way. And, be, and others were concerned about that, you know, because they just didn't know any better as far as what I need to be, you know, healthy. Um, and so there is this, there's this effort you have to make to accept uh, other people's level of intolerance uh, you know as you, as you would uh, you know as you would appreciate uh, so it's been a real you know mental effort uh, especially dealing with you know family uh, and it's better now um, because all I can do is be my own example and and here I'm still on my two feet <laughs> and not to brag but I'm feeling my best that I've ever had too and if I can continue to feel my best and just show them, then words don't matter, you know, at that point. One of the things that I notice that you do a lot is you're at the gym and you're posting, you know, you're lifting and you're pushing weights and your, your body really has transformed from the time I met you. Um, now, by the time I met you, you did not have any sign of being fluffy or, or chubby. <laughs> Um, how quickly did you notice a weight loss and then how quickly did you notice energy enough to hit the gym the way you do now? It was very quick. Uh, as far yeah, as far as going you know whole foods plant based, I was already kind of skinny being a, a vegan because I was running a lot, getting a, a lot of cardio in. Okay. That's changed now. I'm doing more resistance training, mm -hmm. um, and so I'm actually in a position now where I'm trying. I'm increasing my calorie intake, and I'm. It's 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 a reverse problem. I've tried to gain more weight, more muscle mass. Yeah. So I'm making more of a concerted effort. Uh, to, to, to do that and it's not it's not easy you know yeah I'm eating at a point it's not and it's not a complaint but I'm eating at a point where I have to try harder uh, to eat more which is a good thing what I'm trying to do is continue to eat a diverse range of, of, of plant foods just more of it like for example uh, peanut butter mm -hmm. you know uh, I would add that to to, to my smoothie just pile in a whole you know a whole lot of that or load it on you know on the bread uh, so uh, I am e eating more of the, bra uh, the, the breads and, and the grains, more of the, the seeds, uh, and, and never try not to be hungry at all. So whenever I do feel hungry, just go for it, yes. you know, um, and because we can eat so much more of it, too, and we get satiated, uh, you know, we, we don't have to worry that we're going, you know, overboard with it. As yes. well, so it's been very liberating and freeing uh, for me just to go from like 1,500 calories now into over 2,000. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and so I, my approach is really simple: uh, just increase it. 
all across, you know, all, all across the board. Yes. You know, okay. as, as far as okay. the whole foods. How quickly after you do a workout do you consume anything to try to help recover? Do you do a smoothie? You know, berries, for example, and the blueberries have lots of anti-inflammatory properties. And so for me, that's been a real staple. Um, I'm having that before my workout. I'm having that, you know, after after my workout, whether it's in a smoothie or whether I'm throwing that into my oatmeal. By the way, it'll have that too in, in the mornings. The oatmeal, yes. yes, and minimally processed like cereals. Like mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just loading up, and, and, and so the the that kind of food is already inherently helping me, you know, uh, recover. It has lots of water, as well. Yes. Uh, you know, and you're getting replenished by all the you know vitamins and minerals, you know, that you need. And so I'm not feeling when I'm done. I'm not unlike before. I'm not feeling that soreness, which is affecting my morale. You know, and it's you know it used to be you know an impediment. Um, I'm I'm ready to go the next day. You know, wow. for more. I, I, it may be temporary. It may be sure. the following evening where I deal with that soreness. But I you know I wake up the next day. You know, ready to go again. That and it's been incredible. amazing. Yeah, you are now certified in e through e Cornell's plant based nutrition. Yes, like course. you. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So tell us more about what you learned from that course, because I'm a believer that one should always be learning and expanding our knowledge about this, because it keeps us a little more loyal. Mm-hmm. We're reminded of why we need to eat this way. So what did you gain from the course? Well, where do I start? <laughs> I know right? there was so much because it covers the environment, the animals, health. The science behind it all. There you go. That's the yeah. key word is evidence. Yes. You know, evidence-based. And kudos and props to T. Colin <laughs> Campbell. Right. Yeah, for s- squashing all the myths out there, uh, you know, about food. I mean, unfortunately, there's right. a lot of misleading articles that are, just create doubt that are funded by industry. Mm-hmm. But here you have peer-reviewed, you know, journals and science and, and findings, you know, from mm-hmm. E. Cornell. I think it's very important to make that proactive effort yes. uh, to keep it whole foods and plant-based. One of the main takeaways uh, is that you're contributing to longevity. You're contributing to the quality of how you want to live. Um, you know, I know that you know our our life is is limited. We have a lifespan, but it's how we're going to move on. Yes. Like that, you know, I I don't want to be suffering. Mm-hmm. You know, I, if I'm going to go, I just want to go just lights out you know and i'm ready to go there and this nutrition part of it is definitely a huge pillar um in that and then it's it's knowing it's it's making these decisions and knowing that what you're eating is directly contributing uh to that you know you're fighting off chronic diseases you're fighting off certain cancers Mm -hmm. and so it's being able to be empowered uh to have that direct relationship with your food whether you're you're out making decisions or you're preparing that food yourself and it's mm-hmm. it's also helped me get more involved mm-hmm. you know with the process like when I used to go to the grocery store I would be overwhelmed you know I, I, I don't know where to shop or you know and and now uh, it's different and now you know my favorite part is the produce section you yeah. know it's so you know I, I feel really happy and uh, I feel this deeper connection you know with the food that I'm making you know, with a, with whether it's the guacamole and the, that goes in my tacos, you know, whether I'm making some random bowl for the day and throwing all those things together, uh, it's it's you know that course will will show you how to make those different you know dishes, uh, and it it's breaking it down on a micro level of how it just 
you know, interacts, you know, w with your body. So now you're pretty much, um, there are a couple of things that you'll be doing. You, you're a health coach. I'm getting into health coaching. That'll include plant, teaching plant-based nutrition mm -hmm. as well as... Lifestyle, um, just being, yeah, being yes. a consultant for that. Yes. People are be coming in in different approaches, whether it's health or they want to do it, you know, for the, in, you know, environment, mm -hmm. um, you know, from a vegan perspective as well. So, I, you know, there's, I, I believe there's certain facets of yes. going plant-based and it's different yes. for everyone, but it, it all comes together at one point. So I want to meet people where they're at. And meeting them where they're at. That's perfect. I like that. Do you, will you also be uh, doing like fitness training or anything like that? I have, fr well, right now I have friends that are interested and I'll work out with them, but I'm not, I'm not doing it officially yet. So okay. I'm just getting my feet wet right. into okay. that since I'm sort of a newbie. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I admit it. So, but it's fun. Like I, I feel that it's it's gonna continue for as long as I I can. Mm -hmm. And part of that reason is because, like I said earlier, that I really believe in being that example. Mm -hmm. um, you know, adopting that into all aspects of being plant based. So, yeah. Who knows? Maybe if you ask me the same question in five years. You know, I might say, yes, I'm full on certified, but for now, uh, let's just have fun with it. Now, last year also, I missed it because I was out of town, but you gave a presentation. Mm -hmm. Is that uh, something that you'll be doing more of as well? Yes, I'm, I'm definitely open to that right now. Okay. Uh, like you, there's a, a lot of things going on, so I'm kind of, I'm feeling it out and juggling around. Yeah. But I, I, I definitely uh, want to go ahead and, and spread the word and, and give more, uh, yeah. give more talks. And you also now DJ. Mm -hmm. uh, to the vegan community. Uh, yeah, for example, cool. you did, uh, most recently you were at V Market. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, it was great uh, teaming up with uh, Christina Bluford uh, and Courtney Garza mm -hmm. uh, of there. And, and they never had a DJ before. By the way, this it's it's the longest uh, vegan pop-up uh, in, in Dallas-Fort Worth. Very nice. Yeah, so it was the first time I had a DJ. And my goal being there was to create a very cool chill ambience and environment that they can associate with enjoying vegan food uh, mm -hmm. and, and vegan products. Yes. And, and so when I, when I looked out, uh, people, people mm -hmm. were vibing, people were having a, a, you know, a good time. They were, they were happy, you know, and uh, <laughs> reciprocated some smiles at some people as they're passing out, you know, right. I mean, passing through, not passing out. <laughs> Maybe they were too much happiness for <laughs> passing out. If you have that kind of influence, I think I want to go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was fun, and uh, I, I think uh, it, you know there's there's a there's opportunity to for vegan artists out there. It's a growing community, and hope to see you know others as well, live performers perhaps. Yes. You know that'd be you know really cool, and so we can also keep spreading that message. You know yes. about you know, vegan being, you know, the future for our mental health, the animals and the environment. Do you do other kind of um, activism? I don't know, uh, other things that you participate in when you're not teaching plant-based nutrition? Yes, yeah, so I think an indirect effort, and I'll get to that, mm -hmm. uh, to that point. Indirect effort is practicing this lifestyle. Yes. You're being an activist, mm -hmm. for sure, whether you know, you're being a voice for the voiceless, yes. you know, that never, uh, you know, had that opportunity uh, mm -hmm. to, to just to fully thrive mm -hmm. um, so that's great you know be you know in itself and then there are we have local communities here as well and we have one coming up national animal rights day coming up in June yes. and so we're gonna have a vigil 
for for the animals. That is a great way of supporting um, as well. Just you know, we're a grassroots effort, you know, and we're only we're only expanding, you know, every year, and, and so that's a beautiful way of of, of giving back. So just mm -hmm. uh, just showing up. How do you work on f uplifting yourself when you see certain things are impacted by what happens to the animals, for example? Yeah, that's such a great question, especially when I feel that I'm really a feeler when I'm exposed to that and and so I really have to choose my thoughts and what I really what I focus on and so if it basically is not you know aligning mm -hmm. um, with the future that I hope for uh, which is more of a utopia mm -hmm. you know for for the animals for the environment for me um, you know I, I really have to focus and be motivated you know for that because if I get if I go down you know that rabbit's hole uh, it's hard really to you know crawl you know crawl out of it, it really yeah so uh, you know taking you know uh, taking the action whether it's small every day you know for helping the environment you know whether it's simple re you know recycling it's feeling good about it you know mm -hmm. being mm -hmm. proud that you could have made a different you know decision but you did that you know instead and yes. and think about hey if there was another one out there just like me mm -hmm. you know and there probably is and there's probably millions are making that same decision that makes me feel much more hopeful and you know being collective and in, in that way you know i've seen an, i've seen a video where there's this artist who plays the handpan and he was just jamming out with with the cows the cows came forward you know and they sur almost surrounded him and he just <sighs> kept playing and it sounded so melodic and so oh, so beautiful yeah. you know and it's so that shows that to me you know that shows that we know more about them than w what we initially expect that's right you know they can react to music they have some sort of connection to it as mm -hmm. well you know that really to me bridges gaps you know they're cl closer to us than we think yes so what tip would you give um someone who's I mean, plant-based, because mm -hmm. no one can ever do this overnight. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. you need a lot of tools to prepare for the transition. Mm -hmm. And as you, uh, uh, during your journey there, you know, you're gathering information while watching videos and reading books, hearing other people, attending conferences and things like that. Yeah. What tip would you give someone from, I don't know, that's worked for you? Don't do it by yourself. <laughs> it's right? so hard. You need so, support. You, you definitely need support. Right. I was challenged when I became vegan. I was challenged by a spiritual partner and she was already vegan at the time. Huh. Yeah, and she said, we're gonna do this for 21 days. Oh. And, and so I'm up for challenges. Mm -hmm. I love challenges too. Yeah, and I don't wanna lose <laughs> at the same time too. <laughs> and, and so it was very helpful that she knew what to prepare because it can yes. be overwhelming, you know, uh, especially if you don't cook for yourself. And so mm -hmm. together, we learned what dishes to make at the time. We held each other accountable every day. We gave each other support every day. And we, uh, yeah, we were validated um, together. And next thing you know, when you hit that 21 days, mm -hmm. you you hit that point where it's basically a lifestyle. You, you've broken that bad or broken that previous habit mm -hmm. at that point. So it was, it was for the most part smooth sailing you know after that we talk about how um, even till this day some people crave certain foods 
-hmm. but there are always healthier alternatives, aren't there? Yeah, there are. We uh, have cravings for certain foods, you know, and so for the ones that we do, there are substitutes out there, Mm -hmm. you know, which Mm -hmm. which can help you temporarily, and then after you, uh, when you're continuing to get healthier into more whole foods, plant-based, then you start Mm -hmm. to realize that, well, I've gone this far, maybe I can go to the next step, you know, and get rid of the, you know, processed and refined. Yes. And so if you can get through that, you can right. go to the next level. You could definitely do that too. So yes. So you'll be doing NARD. Mm-hmm. What else is coming up for you? Anything you can share with us? I am right now on my hustle okay. to, to get more to get more DJ gigs. Uh, I think it, for me it's going to be more of that comeback, uh, mm-hmm. but now with the marriage of plant-based nutrition. So I'm going to get myself, my feet wet uh, into more events come up in the future. Mm-hmm. So just a lot of marketing going on yeah. for me right now. So if people are interested in learning more about you or mm-hmm. your services in terms of your coaching or your DJing, what websites would you like to share? Right now I'm using a lot of my social media. Okay. So Instagram is first and foremost. Okay. Uh, they can find my handle at Fitzlauder. That's F-I-T-Z-L-A-U-D-E-R. Thank you so much, Fitz, for being with us today and sharing your story and motivating all of us. And, you know, this is a wonderful community to be part of. And, you know, we I feel like we all have this instant connection because we all have a purpose in this um, and we're helping. We know we're helping the planet and we're helping the animals Mm -hmm. and we're helping each other to live healthier lives. Right. So our quality of life improves a lot. So absolutely. Thank you for everything that you do. Thank you for everything that you do as well, Maya. Thank You're you. amazing. <laughs> Thank I you appreciate so much. this so much. Thanks for coming. I got to give you a hug because I'm a hugger. <laughs> You've been listening to Dr. Riz and Maya with Plant Based DFW.